We welcome you scurvy curs to this week's episode. It be a wraith. So be sure to go back and check out last week's chat about the Crash Bandicoot trilogy and Ori in the Blind Forest before that. And please follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're loving your support and we thank you all from the bottom of our hearts. Now, where was I? Marr, thanks for joining us today as me first mate Barnacle Bill and I, Luke the Legend, sail our way through one of the Xbox's greatest exclusives, Sea of Thieves. Developed by Rare, published by Microsoft Game Studios and released on Xbox One and PC in 2018, Sea of Thieves took advantage of the hype of Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag's pirating and pillaging adventure and hooked many of us in for this online multiplayer romp, where friends can mosey about looking for shiny treasures and enjoy the beautiful Caribbean-inspired sea in the tropics. But danger awaits any who let their guard down for a moment, as Megalodons, the Kraken, Skeleton Ships and other pesky pirate players try to sink your ships and steal your treasures. The high seas have never seen higher stakes. Jabber and Jimbo, get the rum. It's nigh time to rumble. Welcome to the Rumble Pack Podcast. Arr, thanks for having us. Um, <laughs> what did I say? Thanks for having us. Because? No. <laughs> these people are our hosts. They keep yeah, us alive uh, here, mate. I, I suppose uh, I suppose they're having us in their headphones. They are. Yeah. I said that I said that. I've always wanted to be in a headphone. One day we'll do an intro uh, and we'll just absolutely nail it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Unlikely. Yeah. Actually, second thought. Um, so... Yeah, I'm well. How are you? Very good. It's been a week since it's, our... Yeah, it's been a week since we saw each other. And spoke about Crash Bandicoot. Mm. Since we looked in each other's eyes. Mm. So blue. Yeah. The mine? Well, I, normally they are, aren't they? Or are they... Uh, oh, they're not or are today. they hazel? They might be dark and cloudy because the Tigers are playing tonight. Mm. Well, I actually can't see... They might be red. I can't see it. Like, you're sort of in the shade over there, so I can't see your eye colour. But look, they look fantastic as always. That's just the, uh, the I impression I leave them. on a room. I love looking into them. Dark and shady. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, what are we here for? Sorry. Sorry, guys. So just <laughs> spare us the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just give us our moment, please. Oh, that was... I forgot we were even doing a podcast. Oh. Yeah. So, so, we're here to talk about... Your eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop talking about your eyes. <laughs> No, we're here to talk about an even bigger blue, and that is the Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. The big blue. The big blue. Biggest blue of them all. Yeah, and talk about dark and stormy. Boy, does that get dark and stormy. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, so we we started playing this a couple of years ago. Oh, you started playing before me. I reckon I started in about 2017 when you you and your brother were playing a fair bit. You're joking. No, it was pretty late. It was that far ago. No, no way. I was still living in Queensland. Mm. Um, in 2017, I think it was probably uh, at best late 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Which is still a while ago. It's still a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I jumped onto this after you and your brother had been playing for a while. Yep. And well, my said- brother just wanted to play it every minute of the day. All of a sudden. Yeah, I think that was the start of his real plunge into nerdism. <laughs> yeah. He just never stopped. He never did anything before that. See now he's. What are you doing tonight? See these. <laughs> And we and I didn't really, I didn't really commit then. It wasn't until we I came back uh, a few months later that I really committed, mm. and then uh, brought you into it. And geez, 
How good is it? Did we take over them seas? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this game is, um, this gave us a lot of fun. Probably our best, probably our uh, greatest multiplayer session game. As yeah, in where definitely. we've really settled in just to, even there's not really, I mean, we'll talk about the tall tales, which are a bit of an overarching storyline that you can go mm-hmm. through. Yeah. But there's not really a, an overarching story that, you yeah. know, as such that the whole game keeps you on track with. It's just sort of, you just go about your own, uh, do your own thing with your crew, going to get treasures, uh, completing some quests um, that are as silly as pirates of the Caribbean would partake in. Yeah, well, you know, especially imagine. when we first started playing the game, the Tall Tales, and although they weren't actually in it, mm. like when we started, it was literally just uh, doing quests and bounties to earn money to up, to upgrade the way your ship looks and you look and everything. So, yeah, it, it, there was no real story at the beginning and we still loved it. Oh. It probably speaks to the game. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. It's literally just cruising around the sea, just yeah. being a pirate. Yeah. And it's so damn cool. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe we got so stuck into it. Yeah. I thought it'd be lame. Well, you were pretty apprehensive to give it a go mm. at the at first, mm-hmm. and yeah, thankfully you did. Thankfully, because mm. um, all we did, all you do in it is drink grog, carry um, barrels of barrels, uh, chests of a thousand grogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, uh, sea mermaids, collect mm. gems. The exact life we wish we were living. Exactly. Yeah. What? It's 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 a <laughs> rum drinker's delight. Absolutely. And so speaking of speaking of rum, yes. speaking of. What are we drinking today, William? We are drinking Bundaberg Original Rum. Bundaberg Rum. Underproof rum, it says. Mm-hmm. 37% alcohol volume. Yep. And this is basically the standard, stock standard um, uh, Bundaberg staple. Bundaberg Distilling Company, uh, Bundaberg, Queensland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right up there. This is a, a real staple, uh, could you say, generic yeah, uh, brand cheap brand rum that's made in Queensland here in Australia, mm-hmm. and Bundaberg make a few, but this is yeah definitely their yeah their, this um, is the stock standard stock one. standard yeah, which yeah we thought was fitting for the pirate life because mm-hmm. I don't think the pirates would have cared what they were drinking as long as it was going down their gobs exactly yeah, and I don't think we could have actually done a pirate episode without getting the rum. Imagine yeah. imagine the fallout. Oh, there's already fallout from the fact that we've only done. Uh, three rums in what six episodes, seven mm. episodes. Every fortnight, every second. Yeah, well, we we did lay down the law, and uh, I think it was uh, the Ori episode what we were doing. But yeah, mm. Bundaberg, want to give it a little go? Yep, we'll give it a go. So here's to us and pillaging those high seas. Mm-mm. Cheers. Ha. <laughs> Anyway, look. (laughs) 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 Breathe out. Breathe. It's not that it's um. It's not that it's bad. It's just that I've never had it straight before. Mm -hmm. So it's a new feeling. But yeah, and it isn't spiced. It doesn't have that. No, not spiced. Deliberate. We're gonna try go off that for a while. Yeah, yeah. We've got to we've got to experiment. Get out of our comfort zones a bit. Yeah. Give these Aussie brands, especially, a go. And spice rum's not even made uh, where we thought pirates would be when we found out that Sailor Jerry's is made in Indiana. Yeah, was, <laughs> and was that Kraken? Uh, no, the other. Sailor Jerry's. Might be. It was the first. I think it was the first one we did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's have a listen to what's on the back of the box. Luke's got the case over there because yes. I bought it 
even though it was on Game Pass, uh, I enjoyed the game so much I wanted to actually physically have it. Um, which is kind of useless because you need gold to play it anyway, and mm-hmm. gold's part of Game Pass. But yeah, yep. Thank God I bought it because now we can read the back of it for this podcast. Who knew? So give us a whirl. <laughs> and you want to start transitioning to digital. <laughs> Not happening Mate. while we're doing this podcast. <laughs> um, so on the back of the case, become a pirate legend. Sailing and fighting, exploring and looting, the pirate life awaits you. Enjoy total freedom in a multiplayer world, bursting with buried treasure, ancient shipwrecks and thrilling ocean battles. Oh, the shipwrecks, didn't they distract us a lot? Oh, God. A shared world (laughs) adventure in a world of plunder and peril. Form a crew, sail with a friend or go alone. Or go it it alone, and that's not recommended, just by the way, (laughs) because it's bloody perilous on those seas. It's very perilous. Uh, And discover treasures, battle enemies, and live the pirate life. Made on with the Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine. Beautiful. And it's uh, 4K Ultra HD. Not that we ever played Mm. Played it in 4K. No. We don't really need to. You have an original Xbox One. No, that thing nearly... That thing and I have explodes. an Xbox One S, mm. which can do 4K um, Blu-rays for movies, but doesn't have the power for 4K gaming. Yeah. So it takes 4K discs, but it won't uh, won't power the, the gaming discs. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But thankfully, Sea of Thieves looks absolutely stunning mm. at any uh, at any resolution. Yeah, that really yeah. does. So we um, so as we mentioned earlier, this is a game we really loved and made our own. Yeah, sort of path through. So we, um, uh, I guess, the one of the main draw cards for me, especially from wanting to dive back in, it was really like almost uh, similar how we what we said about Ori. It's a real like escape. Yeah, in a, for sure. And not it's and it's such a a pretty world. It's mm. sort of cartoonish in a way, but the colours that they use, um, oh, especially just, on the islands, the greenery. Uh, they just pop right off the off mm. your screen. Yeah, it's awesome. You get the stars, the when starry you, night sky. When, when you load into Sea of Thieves and you're, you're there on the dock uh, or outside the pub, and then you see that you loaded into the clearest blue skies with all the colours, that is like the most satisfying thing. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing worse than loading into Sea of Thieves and it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But when you load in, when it's all the colours are popping, oh. yeah. Unreal. Mm, it really is. So the um, so as the the name suggests, this mm. whole game is set in the Sea of Thieves. Yep. Which is um, it's a big sea. It's a big sea. It's more Full or less thieves. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a the fictional um. It's like the the Middle Earth of the Caribbean. Yeah. It's like that weird sort of um, hmm. fantasy spin off of it. Yeah. Um, and it's got. I, I, it's just. It's there's so much going on, and it's it's so big. It, how how long do you reckon it would take you to sail from one end to the other? Probably about well, considering uh, every time, considering if that was the thought, you would never get the wind behind you. Yeah. It would come straight at you. Probably like ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take like, jeez, what do you reckon? I reckon we had a few forty-five minutes, forty-five sales. to an hour, yeah. depending on the wind. Mm. Yeah. Because you have to, uh, you have to move your sails to actually get the most out of the wind current than that. Mm. So yeah, and a lot of the times when we were doing quests and and sailing around, the wind would just hit straight into the front of the boat. Yeah, no matter where you wanted to go, for some yeah. reason the wind was just going directly at you. Mm. Yeah, and and doesn't it? Um, the sea is such a a vibrant and alive, um, well, 
world. Like it's such yeah. a um, it's really alive. Yeah, but, but it's not. It's not literally that you get wildlife going everywhere. Mm. That would be cool if they added whales. Yeah, it would. that would be awesome. Um, but they know that being pirates, they'd have to let us kill them, which is not something we want to do. Um, no. So the only in man eater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we get other, you know, we get other players that are roaming around in your in your server, and they yep. can attack or uh, ally with you. Um, yeah. You've got um, a, a corner of the the map where it's all volcanic. They're all volcanic islands, and mm. stay the hell the away. The devil's roar. That's called. Yep, yep. Yep. And stay the hell away from them when oh, they're erupting because they just shoot geez. molten hot rock at you. Oh, we absolutely crapped our pants the first time we went there. We had no idea what was happening. Oh, even the island <laughs> themselves start popping up bloody um, gazes out of the ground of hot bloody yeah. steam and you just <laughs> die. We just screamed at each other to get back on the boat and just oh. hightail it. <laughs> we were trying to unload all of our loot to this outpost <laughs> and we're just halfway through it and we're like, oh, crap, crap, get off the island. <laughs> oh, it was so intense. Um, and it, it's... And that's why it's so good, I think, why it's such a strong game is because you, while you're going around, being it's calm and relaxing if you want yeah. it to be. But as soon as you start collecting a fair bit of loot and you've got to take it back to an outpost to ship uh, to trade it in and get money, you know that you you just start panicking because you think you see you see even the smallest of ships, the sloop. Oh. in the distance and you start worrying about them coming to take your stuff. Well, not only do you see the um, shadow of a sloop, you see the shadow of a of an out, of a tower at an island that you, that looks like a ship and you you crap yourself. Because oh. <laughs> it's just the outline of a ship. Oh. But it's not even a ship. It's just a just an outpost, uh, some oh. sort of tower at an island. I know. And you're like, no, oh, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. I know so many times because I was always up in the crow's nest while you guys uh, looted things. Yeah. It was my way of getting out of doing anything. The... Um, <laughs> Being responsible. I just sat up there looking out, like keeping an eye on the horizon to make sure there's no ships coming. Yeah. Um, because, and I was just every 30 seconds just going, oh my God, that's something there. Quick guys, we've got to, we've got to turn east or turn left. <laughs> and it was literally just a palm tree in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's quick. It's amazing how quickly the intensity can ramp up in that game. Mm. Because you can go, like you make your own, you make your own memories and choices. Mm. So you can go into the game and you could literally just sail for yep. an hour and mm. do nothing. But And be satisfied. Yeah, and be totally satisfied. Or you could go uh, with the intent of uh, damaging and looting other people's ships and, and everything. That's me. And that's like full high intensity <laughs> stuff. Yeah, because uh, play, players in Sea of Thieves are ruthless as hell, and they will fight back. <laughs> yeah, and and it's many times where I wanted to fight back, and and you just being just being a kindred spirit, being yeah. a, a nice boy, you just say no, we don't need to attack others. Let's just leave them be. Yeah, I and mean, I really sucked I actually us into- did write a note uh, <laughs> saying people in this game are ruthless, whereas I enjoyed making friends and being silly with other players. Luke just wanted to murder everybody. <laughs> and it's true. Well, look. You're a savage. Well. And I just wanted to have a beer with some of the friendly people I found at an outpost. Oh, play music, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I really get into the role of the particular character of a game. And I, yeah. I don't see no pirate wanting to just make buddies with another ship. I see other pirate wanting to yar him. I see it both ways, don't worry. Like, I did my fair share of... Of looting. Mm. I mean, there's a few times where we literally just saw a lone uh, ship at an outpost and you can tell that the people are off the ship and on the outpost <laughs> doing something. 
And uh, we, we just pulled up right alongside them and absolutely blistered their shit with cannons. And, <laughs> and that was just so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, so don't worry. We could both be ruthless. Yep. I think you just more so than me. Yeah. I just I was more of a get them before they get us. Yeah. Yeah. But the- um... I suppose. <laughs> I saw you do some pretty bad things. But it's the sea. What happens at the sea stays at the sea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happens at Ancient Outpost stays at Ancient Outpost. Yeah. Mm. Ancient Spire Outpost. Ancient Spire, sorry. Yeah. But what happens at Gallian's Grave? Let's just burn that island. <laughs> God, I reckon we cr- spent I reckon we spent about a year straight because <laughs> when you when you start a game, so you'll invite your friends to start the the game, create a party or a crew. Yep. You generally you you spawn at an outpost, which is where all of the um, trade centers are. You get the um, the the hoarders, which is where you, where you take the gold and other loot too, jewels and everything. Yep. You get the um, uh, there's like a sort of psychic. Yeah. Which is where what you are take they called? The, the soul. Um, skull. Uh, something of souls. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, something of souls. I had it written down if I yeah. hadn't lost all of my notes. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, um, something of souls anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we also get the senior traders. Yep. Who, where you take, you know, your, your fabrics and your your rum or- Yeah, or even um, sometimes like livestock and everything. Livestock, things yeah. like that. Yeah, you go capture your piggies. Yep. Wild piggies and the, the, the chooks and everything. <laughs> Wild piggy. Yep. yep. Um, which we never went into. <laughs> Very this, rarely. Yeah. Because half the time you click on that trader and their quests would all be to like, oh, find the brown chicken. And it's like, I don't want to go around all these islands <laughs> with a cage and just look for one chicken. I oh, know, you have to And it's always the, the one you can't find. <laughs> You'd see like 20 white chickens on an island one day and then the next time you want to find a white chicken, yeah. no white chickens. Yeah, I know. So who the hell would ever do that? I know. But wasn't it wasn't it great though um, <laughs> whenever we did a quest where we um, found a... Um, um, yeah, chest, uh, chest of a thousand grogs. Yeah, and someone had to try to walk back because whoever carries the chest, <laughs> um, and it, you, you can't sprint when you're carrying things. So when you get the chest, you have to uh, walk it back, get it on the ship first, which is difficult, <laughs> which involves swimming to your to your ladder to oh, get in, man. and then carry it back to the to trade. Yeah, you can't uh, even grab on the damn ladder. No, you just go side to side in the water. <laughs> then you take it to the hoarder. <laughs> All the while, the 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 chest makes the carrier blind drunk yeah and that involves if you push forward you might take two steps back while trying <laughs> and then force you know two steps forward and then well, three you're swaying, to the right you're swaying like 10 meters left and right the whole yeah. time as well you have no control <laughs> over it and it, it is so funny yeah if it's- you're on a small ship like a sloop the two-man ship if you're standing sideways you literally almost go from end to end yeah. on the top of the ship just holding the holding the uh, chest oh it's so good <laughs> it is so hard to get into like a, a narrow um you know like try to find the ladder when you're swimming it's impossible yeah. but yeah. my god if we're mentioning chests we might as well quickly mention the uh, chest of sorrows as well mm. which uh is a it's a chest with like a massive big blue chest big inten- massive in- face and enchanted, it's and yeah. it keeps crying mm. And uh, if you have it on your boat and then you hear it start crying, it fills your boat up with water, which is going to make you sink. So, you've got to start um, scooping water and throwing it over it and everything. Yeah. Painful. They sell for a lot though. So, like it's worth it if you find one. But uh, yeah, not as funny as the chest of a thousand grogs. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I, uh, I should, I think one thing I want to say, and I know you'll enjoy it, mm-hmm. but uh, I think you were talking before about how the world feels alive even when there's not much going on. And 
when you're sailing around, like say we're just sailing island to island, I think the water, the actual sea itself, is so well, uh, so well programmed. Oh, the physics that are great. it feels like a real ocean, mm. and like sometimes there's massive waves coming through and you go right up and down and sometimes it's just smooth sailing mm. and i think the you know this is something you've said for most of the episodes or you want you love saying but the big the thing that has the most character in this game is the world ah, the whole world he's got him <laughs> it's true yeah it's true just the whole world of sea of thieves has so much character mm. and, and that is literally even when you're out in the middle of the ocean and you can't see a single other island. Yeah. Because the ocean itself has so much character. Yeah. Yeah, it can just change on the fly. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Sharks, well, we'll talk about it, but, you know, there's other vicious creatures in the, oh. under the depths as well. And There's some, solid, there's some yeah. solid recurring enemies that we will touch on later. Is it safe to say, uh, this is kind of a burning question, but is it safe to say that this is the best water ever in a game? Uh, or is that yeah. or is that too far? Look, I think I think because there is so much of the water, it yeah. would prob- probably be a matter of um, you know that the reflection. I'm sure the reflection off the top of the water has been do- has been done better in other games before. Yeah, but in terms of the actual uh, the the actual movement and uh, probably the physical presence of the water, easily the best. Yeah. Because and it looks, it does look great color wise, but yeah, it just wouldn't it, because it's a cartoony game in what some ways and not in others. I don't think it would look good if it was. Uh, it wouldn't look. Um, it wouldn't fit if it looked like a perfect reflective surface. Or yeah, like yeah. Even like you know, we we're both people that love going to the beach and getting in the water, and sometimes you see spray coming off the back of waves in the game. Like little touches like that that they didn't actually they didn't have to do it, and I don't think if they didn't do it, no one would even notice. Yeah, but it's just little things like that that make it feel really alive, and yeah. feel it make it make it feel unique too. Because sometimes the spray is really big, sometimes it's small, going different directions. Like it's not, it's not just the same uh, sort of zones of water repeating itself. Mm. It's literally changing every single time you play it, wherever you go. Yeah, well, and 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 we'd know as well as anyone, or as any growing up on the coast and everything that. The ocean, the more the more you time you spend in the ocean, you more the more you fear it in a way. Like the more you understand how mm. quickly it can, you know, whether it's uh, kill someone, hurt someone, whatever. Yeah. Like it's so it's dangerous all the time. And yeah. the more you go in it, the further you go out the back, the more you sort of appreciate. Yeah, look, this is a massive, fearsome thing. Um, and that's probably why a lot of people who aren't experienced that probably just um, you know, might, might get hurt more often. And the game reflects that perfectly. Well, because it's always fearsome. To add to that, mm. in the game, look like the game can be so beautiful when you're above water at all times. <laughs> like it is so beautiful. But Ooh. what you just said, one of the most terrifying things in the game, I think it could almost be the most terrifying, is just letting yourself float underwater. Because oh. you look down oh. and it is never ending abyss. Mm. And any direction, it's you, you know, there's it just goes and goes for miles, you know, and it is really terrifying. It really is because I, because you know, we've both both been in the ocean and been out the back, or you know, done things like snorkeling out in a, uh, you know, out off a boat, and and you're just floating there on the water, and every now and then you actually look around, and it's just, uh, it, it's literally just existence mm-hmm. for for as far as it goes. Yeah, and yeah, I, I felt that really hard in Sea of Thieves. Mm. There's a few moments where I was 
where we swam down on purpose to end yeah. the game. We just wanted to drown because we're like, oh, we're done. Let's just go drown. <laughs> no, we wanted to see how far we could get. We didn't want to just drown. <laughs> No, okay. Well, we, didn't, we didn't want to drown, but we were so morbid. But that was the <laughs> that was the end goal because we were quitting anyway. Oh yeah, yeah we but, knew it would happen. We welcomed it, <laughs> but we would yeah we would just swim directly down. Yeah, and man, when we got that far down, you look back up and you see how far it is to the surface. Yeah, mm. that's some creepy shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. it is. And we'll probably paint more of how the world feels and lives um, as we go through um, the different topics we want to touch on in this game especially some of the more terrifying moments when you are stuck in the water, which we'll, we'll raise later and we'll save yep. for then because yep. I've had my, I had my heart in my mouth multiple times with this game and liter- oh, yeah. I literally shielded my eyes a few times. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. So I, we'll- shielded, I shielded my eyes or at least absolutely crap my pants this one specific time, but we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah and we'll talk about on that later. Um, so... We get to design our own playable characters in this. So, again, yeah. again, there's not really... It's not a huge, well, largely scripted game. I, I don't know if I'd call it design. I mean, you you pick a preset character and then you can oh. choose the outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but we get to... It's still a character creator. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, what did your character look like? <clears throat> I feel like they reflected us both physically perfectly. <laughs> you think so? Definitely not. <laughs> I picked the massive fat guy, so thank you. <laughs> oh, no, yours is yours is the blonde mustache and really uh, bloody. Who was the massive fat guy? Broad- oh, I was. <laughs> Seriously, I had, I had the big, um, I had the big um, Warris mustache, oh, massive no. earring. I was I picked huge. A, I picked a uh, yeah, blonde, long haired sort of buff guy, and he w- never wore a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, oh, the big blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When I was uh, doing my notes, for some reason, I thought I, I had the fat guy. No, no, that was me. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it, it reflects us perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, um, um, it was sort of, it added a real goofy element to the game, didn't it? Yeah. But not, not in a, a Saints Row 3 purple clown sort of weird thing no, you can make. No, nothing like that. It was parody. It was fun to, but- to, to, pick, a, to pick the outfit. Uh, and, and, yeah, just find yourself looking really silly. Yeah. The sillier, the better. Yeah, yeah absolutely, because yeah. you never see yourself except for when you do a... Um, we do like a, a sort of a, a moat, like you an do a, emotes, a, yeah. animation, you know. Yeah, 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 you do emotes, which are important. Which you do very frequently. Especially, in, yeah, that's and that's part of interacting with the other players. Um, and we'll, yeah. we'll touch on the extent of that because Jeepers, is there some great interaction with other players in this? <laughs> yeah, there um, is. But the... Um, yeah, the, the playable character, it, it probably doesn't add a heap to it because, like I said, you don't see it. But I guess other players will see you and think, you know, if they saw my character, they'll definitely definitely see me as incompetent. Yeah. And to be fair, I reckon I actually won a, won a one-on-one battle with another player maybe once in the entire time I played. <laughs> We're pretty incompetent at combat. Oh, <laughs> some people are, f- like, awesome Some at people it. are crazy. It's really, di- yeah. it's, it's actually really difficult. Hmm. Um, because you just low, you, you don't do any damage. Yeah, well, the, uh, especially with the swords, mm. uh, you, you'd think it would. You get the sword out, and you think it'd be really complex, but then you, it's literally just two blokes swinging in all, <laughs> any in all directions, <laughs> shooting each other out of cannons. It looks ridiculous <laughs> from uh, the side. Yeah, looking from the side, it just looks so stupid. Yeah, it's like standing around a, bu- a couple of monkeys fighting and placing bets. Or something. Yeah. 
You yeah. may as well just throw poo. More effective <laughs> yeah. than that swinging a sword. Getting shot out of a cannon is pretty, is pretty amazing. You can do <laughs> that. Crazy. And also doing a sword lunge and you can get distance. So if you dive off like a massive cliff, you do a sword lunge. You bloody get 50 meters of distance oh. straight off the cliff. <laughs> so good. So good. So you spent your time drowning and jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Yeah. What a positive experience. Yeah. Well, it was because I felt so much remorse from all the murder you wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to get away from me, but you yeah. kept ending up on that uh, the Fairy of the Damned and coming straight back to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I don't, I don't think uh, picking any one particular player character makes that much of a difference because I think uh, they're all all the options are fun. Like they all look mm. like funny, uh, jolly pirates. Well, your brother told me he, had, he was just a skinny little guy with a big hat and an eye patch. Yeah, long beard. Yeah. Look nothing like him either. No. <laughs> I think once you pick one preset, like, you just stick with it. Like, there's no real reason to change. Oh. Like, has anyone ever changed no, it midway? Like, wouldn't be bothered whatsoever. Can, can you actually even do that? I don't know. No, just outfits. Um. So, yeah, you just pick one and then you get used to it. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't see yourself that often. So that's mm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, though, we played it so much that it kind of become <laughs> became our identity. Oh, yeah. The, the character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember there was a few times where I was looking in my looking in my telescope, and your character was like such a big pudge, like he's like he, he had blob. like t- six chins, like he's he didn't even have a neck. <laughs> and I remember there was a few times I'm looking through my telescope, and then you just walked in front of it with your face. It was awful. It's perfectly round. Sorry, sorry to Big Show to bring it up again, but it was like Big Show 06 levels of disgusting, <laughs> like going straight at the end of my telescope. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And that's yeah. and that's why we stopped playing because I knew I had to be better. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I had to fix myself. We've learned a lot about you from this game, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. On top of the playable character, there is all of the other players, mm-hmm. and uh, I think yeah, interacting with all of the players in the world's safe to say, nearly the funnest thing in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether, whether it's, it's combat or just being stupid. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you're either trying to... Because you can use um, on-screen text. Yeah. Um, you know, like, ahoy, um, let's uh, make an alliance. Yeah, we're friendly. We're friendly. Uh, <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> Things like that. And um, and also, yeah, emotes so you could lay down on the ground where you were. And you went to third person for that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, you could yeah. sit down. You could wave. You could clap. You could um, play an instrument, drums... Drums, um, the wind-up yeah, uh, box, wind. music box. Yeah, the a harmonica. Cool. It's got a cool name, I and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, um, and, uh, I don't know, but yeah. And, Playing uh, the music's and a, fun. And a banjo. And a banjo, yeah. And it, and they all, they're all they always synced to the same music, so as soon as someone starts playing, it just pick, you just hold right trigger and just yeah. plays the music. I think, I think really with dorky. the music, it was like, it seemed uh, really dorky to do when we first did it. Daniel Bryan's theme song's in it. It seemed pretty dorky to do at the start because like we, we weren't fully into the game. We were just standing there playing instruments, like literally just holding a trigger down to play. It's like, okay. But then as the as it went on, <laughs> as it went on, yeah. and we were doing these like massive quests, like two, three hour sessions. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know what you're laughing about, but I thought I thought playing the music became actually really powerful in some moments. Yeah. Like when we were on a quest, especially towards the, with the tall tales and all that stuff, we were playing music just to get ourselves in the mood to, you know, mm. on a big sail and yeah. it became really powerful. That's it. It was cool. Yeah. And the reason I'm sitting here chuckling <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. is because <laughs> us trying to fill in the time when we were sailing around <laughs> generally ended up in a last second <laughs> look, even though I'm in the crow's nest seat trying to see where we're going. All was turning around. There's literally a 50 meter wide and tall cliff right in front of us that we pound into. Yeah, we're literally in the middle of the ocean. There's no obstacles. Yeah, and we somehow found the one cliff to run not- into every time. <laughs> and not- it ruined the ship every not time. Not one of us was looking at the screen. <laughs> we-, we all happened to look back at the exact same time <laughs> when there was a rock taking up the whole screen. Boof. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, that and that took up patchwork too. Oh, yeah, we had to repair the, the ship. That is the funniest stuff. Um, and um, and it's so bad. Like it's so <laughs> detrimental to what you're doing. Yeah, but they're the uh, they're some of the best memories of the game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, because the um, us cocking up everything. Yeah. Because mm. the I mean the core interactions and obviously we're chatting over party chat so we know but you're still on the screen a lot of in screen on screen interaction with each other. Yeah. As a crew, um, we talk yeah. about. Um, um, like just mentioned then, we had to repair ship. If you're getting um, shot, someone had to go below deck um, and patch up the um, all the cannonball holes yep. inside. Yeah, um, and scoop the water out. Scoop the water out so it didn't sink. Yeah. And and as you as you raised to me yesterday, and I and I, I know I wrote it down to note it, but like I said, for some reason the notes didn't save. <laughs> so I'm I'm winging it, dudes. <laughs> He's a bit unhappy about that. <laughs> no, it's really annoying. I, I think you're doing great without them. Oh, thank you. I think you should stop writing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then next week can be your turn and we'll see how we go with both of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. That. yeah. Um, not likely. <laughs> not likely. Um, so, and yes, and you mentioned the other day that um, how huge it is in the game to think that one of the best memories we have is um, from such a simple thing is... We're we're fighting another ship. We're trying to stay keep off another ship. You're up. You're up top. Oh, for, yeah. firing okay, cannons. Sorry, I know you're, you're firing about. cannons. Yeah, loading up the balls. Uh, running down to refill your own stock. Steering the ship right. Get the sails. While Tom and I, because we've got so many holes in the ship, <laughs> have our buckets. We're sprinting down, getting a bucket of water, coming up, throwing it overboard. And we had such a good system going for about half an hour <laughs> where I'd go down, Tom would come out. I'd, I'd go back down, Tom would come out. I was trying to f- And do- we saved the ship. We kept it afloat for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. I was oh. trying to do so much up top, steer, sails, shoot all at the same time. And all I hear the whole time is Logan and Tom just giving each other boosts the whole time. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Yeah, Come on, keep scooping. Keep scooping. <laughs> oh, my God. Because if they stopped scooping, there were so many holes, like- if they stopped skipping for one second, the ship would sink. Yeah, we there was no time to repair because no. it was that was it. So it was literally just <laughs> scooping half an hour straight. And this was in and the- that's one of the best memories. Yeah. Oh, oh it's gold because we yeah. became the scoop crew from then on. Yeah, um, <laughs> buckets Brighton and Scoopy Tom. Yeah, good. The the um the um the, um, <laughs> the uh, oh, what was gonna say. Oh, yes. Maybe you should have brought those notes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have. But anyway, we survived it. Um, yeah. And we, we, yeah, we just had so many holes. It was just imp- it would no, be impossible. That was, very, oh. that was a very funny session. Yeah. So, we were on the middle-sized ship. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, we yeah, had sloops, the, uh, two men. 
yeah. uh, get a, they, uh, a brig, which is three to four players with four cannons. Sloop has two. Yeah. And one. So Sloop has one sail, two yep. cannons for two players. Yep. Um, brig, a brig has four cannons, two sails, two masts. Yeah. Um, and it's good for three to four players. Yeah. And then we get a galleon, a galleon, which is as many as you want, and it has six six cannons, three sails. Yeah, massive. And you have to ma- you have to swing. We very the- rarely use those too. No, it was too big. Really, yeah. we didn't have a crew big enough because we had to. You have to get people to put the sails up and down based on the wind, turn them around. Yeah. Uh, based on the wind direction, and have someone steering and manning the anchor as well. Yep. It was a really um. It was the most realistic part of the game. Oh, for sure. Dead real. Yeah. yeah we actually had to be really responsible with that stuff, like coordinate with each other, which happened maybe once uh, every six months. Yeah. But yeah, we, we, we only ever really used the brig or the sloop because we, yeah. we had a, um, a, few, a few of our friends sort of come in and out for the galleon. Yeah, yeah. But no one stuck except for you and I uh, mm. and my brother Tom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really brig or sloop most of the time, which was more than big enough. Oh. For us to handle. Oh, because we were idiots. Yeah. We were barely capable of controlling a rowboat. Actually, I don't think we did nail <laughs> did the rowboat. Did we ever do that? Because there actually was rowboats and I forgot about that. <laughs> the controls for the rowboat are somehow just completely asked backwards to anything else in the game. <laughs> Got to hit a left trigger for right right or and right for right. Yeah. Oh, Wait. Left, <laughs> left for left, right for right, and you got to control the do the movements at the right time, and you have to go backwards, and you can't see behind you. Yeah. So you literally you have to keep stopping to get out and have a look where you're going. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was out of control. Yeah, the we were touching on interactions with other players before. Uh, just to get us back on track, I want to say a lot of people who play the game want to join an alliance. Mm. Like pretty frequently, you'd see another ship, and they're like, "Want to join up?" And for some reason, that's something we very rarely did. Like we we probably did that maybe twice. I reckon we did. We did it at least once, not for that long, but we definitely did it. And I'm pretty sure we turned on them too. I want to. I want to ask the question: Why didn't we do that more? Because we probably would have been a lot richer. Yeah, but had. you can't. You can't trust a pirate. Because instead of joining them, we we would try to face them and we get obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> probably had a couple of captains' chests on the ship, and mate, and it's all gone. It's because I I'm I'm two percent Norwegian. And I want to die a glorious death to get to Valhalla. Right. I don't want no alliance, and I'm a pirate. Well, I'm happy for you. And I can't, I can't trust other pirates. I wanted the money. <laughs> uh, but, but really, at the end of the day, the money meant nothing because we didn't buy anything anyway. <laughs> we literally just sailed and collected stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah I know. The as much as we just talked about before, you know, uh, outfitting your character, you can also buy um, liveries for your ships and mm-hmm. sa- uh, the sails and all that stuff. We did we did enjoy putting a different livery on the ship, but I don't think if if we had never spent any of our money, we would have had the exact same experience. Oh yeah, like just with the base outfits and the base ship livery, it yeah. wasn't really a, a well, big game changer. Well, you can, and that's how accessible the game is. You can just mm. use your starting kit. That the guns are always the same. That nobody gets any bonuses over someone else for being more experienced. Yeah, you literally have the same. It's a level playing field every time you start the game. Yeah. And it's really... Uh, yeah. Like, you, you, your money and things carry over yeah. and you can just buy cool new um, visual upgrades. Yeah. Um, but... And that's really good, I reckon, because it... And, may, it, and that reflects well on the game because it means that the actual gameplay that's already there for you um, is more than enough to keep you in. Yeah. 
Um, we we actually with deliveries, they added uh, Xbox game. Oh, sorry, exclusive game uh, specific liveries. Mm. They had one for Halo, one for Gears, one for Ori that was like that glowed Looked and everything. Awesome. Yeah, and they're the ones we ended up just using. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and, and you just earned them by doing something. You didn't have to pay for them. So. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Or they'd be available for two weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you just yeah. have to log in, I think, yeah. during the time period. But mm. uh, yeah. No, it was really good. And and speaking of the players, um, speaking of interacting with other players, forming alliances, the reason, there's, I mean, there's a lot of reason why I didn't trust other players, Will. <laughs> okay. And most of it is because you'd be, off, you'd be at an island trying to find a, you know, um, Follow a, a quest, you know, find the treasure on the map. X literally marks a spot in this game. Like, that's how yeah. priority it is. Yeah. Um, and I'd end up, we'd, we'd be on the island and look down and all of a sudden there's a ship right next to our ship. And they're running, <laughs> they're literally taking everything off it. <laughs> so that's why I have trust issues. Oh, man. And the uh, paranoia you feel. Remember when we had heaps of a big horde <laughs> and we're playing with Tom, so we've got, you know, a brig, so a big enough ship to be a to be obvious in the distance. Yeah. And we'd have to leave one of us on the ship. In yeah, case one of us would just have to stay put. <laughs> and I remember once or twice, you'd just hear you like, I think maybe it was the time you stayed on the ship. You're just like, oh, there's someone coming. I've got to go around. And you literally had to just circle, get chased around the island the whole time while we had some, <laughs> we were getting something. There was so much paranoia. I remember there was one specific time. I don't remember what island it was called, but it was uh, it was like one that had a quite a high cliff sort of hilltop with red flowers. Probably doesn't ring a bell. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, it rings a bell. Uh, it's one of the main ones. Anyway, I, mean. I remember there was we left our ship on the far side of the island. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was one time we we got some stuff and we we're walking back over the hilltop yeah. and we all got to the top at the same time. <laughs> we just saw this one ship right next to us and they were just going back and forth taking everything. We were like, the stuff! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We just had to sprint down the hill, dive off the bloody cliff, get on the ship, but it was all gone. It was all gone. It was all gone, yeah. Um, and other times they just, generally once they take your stuff, they sink your ship too. Yeah. So that when you finally, and to get back to your ship, you have to swim to the water and a mermaid appears to take you to the ship and it would be yep. in some completely different location. Yeah, you get shafted to like the other side of the map. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about interacting with other players was it's really fun and endearing to meet another group at an outpost that are friendly and just like, stand in a circle and dance or, or all cheers each other with a drink because you can get a you can get out a, um, a pint glass and and have a drink and all this stuff and it actually uh the cheersing with another team like that actually gives you an achievement as well yeah mm. um but it's really fun like it's, it's so silly and yeah. it's just so it doesn't mean anything to the actual game mm. but very very fun moments just just cheersing other teams with our pint glasses and what do you know I and never, waving i never waving ex- for our ship <laughs> What do you know? I never experienced that. No? Because every time we found a ship when I was in the game, because I remember you telling me that you did that with a couple of our mates, mm. but I wasn't there. Because generally, genu- and genuinely, I think, right, yeah, let's do that. Let's have fun. And then I see their ship sitting there and I just go to find the nearest explosive barrel <laughs> and just go and put it on their ship. You're a terror. Yeah. You're a terror. Hey, You're I almost as big as a terror as some of the terrors in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I deserved what what got handed to me by those things, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was no you good. Because let's be fair, every every single person I tried to take on, every single person I tried to take on, yeah. I um I lost. Yep. 
So that's why it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. I knew it would get anywhere. Yeah. Why don't we shoot it to the ad? Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of those terrors in detail. Oh, boy. I'm already scared. So am I. Chills. <laughs> All right. See you soon, guys. Later. Are you finding yourself losing the plot at inanimate objects? Stupid bloody lawnmower didn't start instantly. Getting the grumps at very tiny little things that don't affect your day in any way other than winding you up? Oh, where the bloody hell are all these damn ants coming from? Or quite simply, just being overly bothered by little things that are well out of your control. Not 15! That travelled 25 metres! Fuck! Hi, I'm Friendly Frank, formerly Furious Frank, and lucky for you... Mildly Mad Ministries has just the solution for you. Introducing Madly Mild Meds, the perfect placebo to help counteract your short fuse. This wonder pill is made of essence of a deep breath, sweat from a leisurely stroll through the park, mother's love, a hint of perspective, and a reminder to go and do something else for a while to make sure your body is receiving only the finest chemical-free therapy. Soon, it won't matter if the lawnmower won't start. I'll just buy a new one. It won't matter where the ants are coming from. <laughs> they tickle. Or if that was or wasn't a mark. That's okay, Umpy. We all make mistakes. Like me going for this team. Haha, <laughs> that's the spirit, mild Max. Will Madness Ministries fix the whipper snipper I threw over the fence too? Uh, no. Madly mild meds can be found in the common sense department of any building or environment. The ants' home has never been found. We can only hope that they are safe from the relentless ant man. Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> what? Yeah, welcome back, y'all. <laughs> the, um... I just wanted to... That was to... the most unpirate welcome back you could have ever done. It's pirates versus cowboys. I thought we were Everybody doing pirate theme today. Yeah, but I like to bring in a little bit of cowboy. Well, in the Red Dead episode, I'm going to bring in a little bit of pirate. You can't control a cowboy, man. Dude. Mm. So now I'm bringing in skaters. Anyway. Oh. You're a dick. <laughs> um, so we've got these. I-, I wanted to further paint the picture of the world. Through the through the uh, the lens of the NPC characters, we find about yes. about the house. Yeah, and we because um, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, we've got these like these hort, you know, these uh, gold hoarders who are these you know sort of creepy dudes like Harold the Harold the hoarder. Yeah, who we sell the gold to at each island. There's a different sort of representative of each of these. Yeah. Uh, well, there's what a- are they uh, guilds? Yeah, guilds. guilds. Yeah, guilds. Yeah, guilds. Like every every outpost has the same shops, mm. or uh, yeah, the same guild stores, the same pub, whatever, same um, livery store, all that stuff. But the NPCs change. Yeah, yeah. Even if they just change name, they all look pretty similar. Oh, like, they're they're basically the same. Yeah. But so the um, but as you're going around a lot of the uh, the random islands that aren't outposts, you come across some suspicious <laughs> suspicious <laughs> characters. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. I heard I heard in the grapevine. I don't know. I was on the Rumble Pack fan forum. I heard in the grapevine that you were going to do a live reading of all the characters' names in your pirate voice. Oh, the fan forum. Yeah. Oh, you've been there, have you? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to plug, plug it I, now? I'm on the fan forum. Actually, I'm the admin. <laughs> There's no one but me. What's the, what's the URL? The URL. Go on, share it if it's www. real. www.rumblepackfans.com.au Slash fans. fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do not condone the plug of this fictional thing. Anyway. But I, yeah, I read on there you were going to do a reading of all the NPCs' names in your pirate voice. Well, hey, fake fans or not, I do what the fans want. Yeah. So, in the shores of plenty, we've got 
Five pieces, Frank. It's going to go for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is just painting the picture of the ridiculous world of piracy that this yeah, game is set in. There's some great names. So we've got five pieces, Frank. We've got Dead Shot Charlotte. <laughs> they're all from the UK. Yeah. Originally. Yeah, well, they're settlers. They all yeah. settled into the Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Mm. We've got... <laughs> Grog soaked Ed. <laughs> That's Grog soaked Ed. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't speak Scottish, we've got Luton. You just contorted your whole body to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Luton, Luton Penelope. Ooh. We've got Martha the Fierce. Oh, I'm afraid of her. We've got Wild, Wild Henry. <laughs> Eggsy and. The Servant of the Flame. Yes, that's pretty dark. Yeah. The Servant of the Flame. We've also got... <laughs> Burn and Tony. <laughs> oh, Burn and Tony. <laughs> These are stock perpetual flame. Oh, t- Tony. <laughs> no. That's, in the interest his, of- that's his show. Yeah. He's just on fire. It's just on fire. <laughs> but in the interest of time, we've also got Walter the Feared, uh, Captain Slate, and Dinger. Dinger. We've got to have a dinger in everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but the- He cleans but the, off the barnacles. Yeah. Mm. But the most creative name throughout the entire game, I find, and we'll get to him a bit later in terms of him being at the very end of the, the Tall Tales and the Shores of Gold when we win. But at the end, we meet the legendary Pirate Lord. That's his name, Pirate Lord. Pirate Lord. We worked our asses off. Is that, the, is that is that the fo- after the final boss yes. guy? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. After the gold hoarder. Yeah, the pirate lord. We've got the gold hoarder. Yep. And the pirate the gold, lord. Gold, the gold hoarder is the man, name of the final boss, yes. I mean, what a fantastic name for the ultimate goal. Yeah. Pirate lord. The pirate lord. I was embarrassed <laughs> to meet him. You were not. At least give him uh, the scurvy perv or something. You weren't embarrassed. We were... We were feeling lots of emotions for other reasons that we'll go into later. Yeah, but, you know, Pirate Pete? Pete the Pirate? Well, you wish it was just Pete the Pirate, the final the final person. You wish it was just Pete the Pirate. Yeah. That's better than the Pirate Lord. Well, how about Pirate Lord Pete? I don't think I don't think I can condone using the name Pete for a final bloody person in, in a game. A final step. Oh, this is Pete. What about what about Slippery Jim? Gr- <laughs> what about Grumbly Graham? That's better. That, no. I like that better than uh, Pirate Lord Pete. I mean, Barnacle Bill's the best thing they've come up with. Barnacle Bill. Ever, so mm. that's your that's your name. Yeah, that's me. What were you? Luke the Legend. Luke the Legend. Oh, and that's that's oh, worth, yeah. That's so worth- Luke the Legend. That's that's somehow better than Pirate Lord Pete. Well, actually, if I go down to the, at least I'm Barnacle Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I go to the Athena's Fortune hideout listings of NPCs, Pirate Lord's there, Blind Bob, and guess who's there with him? Legendary Luke. Oh. Mm. So, Luke the Legend, I was just trying to go with that for so I don't breach copyright. Mm. But, of course, that's more fitting <laughs> for me. Um, but, anyway, so I hope... <laughs> that's the sort of, that's the sort of uh, ridiculous fictional piracy we're dealing with here. Jack yeah. Sparrow would fit in perfectly because 
in his, yeah, for sure. his ridiculous state. It would have been fun if they did some sort of DLC with oh. the pirates of the Caribbean world. That would have been cool. Well, in my opinion. I'm not even a big fan of the movies, but that would have been fun. Mm. Mm. But I think the um, Jack Sparrow is probably one of, if not the uh, greatest or my favorite uh, movie character. Like original screen, original movie character. Okay. He's bloody awesome. Wowzers. Yeah, I've always thought. What of. a bloody b- bomb to drop right in the middle of episode eight. Well, you wouldn't understand because you're not a fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm not. I know. <laughs> what Sorry. a shame. Sorry. Such a pity. I think that just to say before we move on, the NP- all those NPCs you listed, uh, they provide a real, uh, to me, they provided a real sense of like security and safety. Mm. Like every time you see one and all, and for some reason you just feel like you're in good hands. Or something. I was the same. Yeah. But even, but except for when we went for a mysterious, went to a, a place of mystery and and allure. You get there and there's just some bloke called uh, Big Bob standing there. <laughs> it broke the illusion in those instances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even that bloke, I, I think it was Grog Soak Dead, who'd rock up Grog to the island. Dead, and he yeah. literally just slurred. And it's all subtitles. He doesn't actually say the oh, does, do they say the words audibly oh uh, i don't know no i think it just grumbles like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah anyway so he's um he's just a pack a bunch of slurry subtitles <laughs> yeah broke that illusion <laughs> <laughs> yeah well moving on to the terror from that to the terrors of the deep <sighs> and I wish they'd stay down deep. I think the first terror- I wish they'd stop rearing their heads in the shallows. I think the, fir- the first terror that you really come to blows with, other than like maybe another um, uh, online player, yep. is the Kraken. Mm. I'd say you come into, um, you meet the Kraken before you'd even meet like a skeleton ship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they just, they have a tendency to just pop up in the worst times possible. Yeah. And funnily enough, when you start playing this game, you have no idea what you're doing. So every time's the worst time possible. Pretty much. Mm. Um, <laughs> look, it's it's the second most uh, fearsome thing, as in what that happens to you in terms of suspense. Like when when the penny drops of what's happening mm. and a kraken's appeared. Yeah. Second worst thing in the game, because but like when you when the ship just stops moving. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of the water around you goes black. Yeah. Like a massive shadow just it's rocks really up. It's really intense. It is actually a bit terrifying. Yeah, um, it is. Because, and then all of a sudden, these eight monstrous tentacles pop up. Um, and, you know, uh, one will grab the front of your ship and you've got to try to shoot it off to get to release. Well, that's like uh, it, as frustrating as it can be to get stopped by a Kraken. I think the level of immersion when one of the tentacles actually wraps the front of your ship because that doesn't happen every time mm. that's like a i guess a special event in it yeah. it's uh huge it's like you're actually getting pulled under oh yeah, yeah. it's it's terrifying um and not and even worse earlier i was saying how terrifying it is to be floating underwater yeah. it's so bad when you get dunked by one of the cracker's tentacles and the water it's just pitch black you can't <sighs> see anything under there and you're just floating and like what's below you and that's actually a, a real- like, Where's its body? <laughs> yeah. But that's actually a real 
Uh, I'm really grateful for that darkness because I don't want to see the, the Kraken. I don't want to be stuck under there yeah. with this massive beast. Could I'll, you imagine just looking down oh, and seeing its massive body and massive its massive eyes? Like the Sarlacc. It would have a mouth like the Sarlacc. Yeah. It would just be an open- Or even like from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies where it's just rows and rows of teeth through this massive hole. I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, I would the- have liked to see it at least once. Like, maybe in some way, if you kill it, sometimes oh. it, like, floats up for a second or something. I would have liked to just see its body once. Trust me, I wish it was in the game. Yeah. But I'm really grateful it's not at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The um, But, yeah, when it actually... The Kraken... Because um, you've got to use the cannons to shoot the tentacles as they're protruding yep. out of the water. Mm. Um, and then you've got... until And basically until it lets you go and your ship starts moving again. But, yeah, the actual tentacles come in and grab you and hold you out over the ocean... Yeah, water, and then you just—they just drop you. Oh, they just pull you straight down. Yeah, and you, and you rush to the water. It's like really quick, and you're just like <laughs> helpless. Um, but it's always good to see from a distance another player getting attacked. I, I by was a literally about to say, <laughs> I was going to cut it and say, how good is it when you sail by and you can see tentacles around a ship in the distance? Yeah, it's like sucked in, sucked in. <laughs> I know. Oh, so good. That's just so funny. Also, that's the best feeling. Oh yeah. It's like it's not. It's not me today. It's not just me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. But but this game has a has a habit of whenever you think, especially yeah. me. I was like the bloody. I was the um, the arbor, the the bringer of pain and suffering to our team crew because whenever I'd say, "Oh, Meg, I wonder if a Meg's gonna come." I wonder if a Kraken's going to come or anything like that. <laughs> Suddenly, that music hits yep. and the ship stops. And you were the bloke up at the crow's nest trying to look out for this stuff and they wouldn't show up until you started talking about it and jinxing it. I, I, I seriously did it about five times. I remember <laughs> yeah. that one time I actually said, oh, because we had a heap of loot and yeah. we hadn't encountered a Kraken the whole, the whole <laughs> session. And I just went, oh, I knew a Kraken's going to pop up. And it literally went, ba-dum, 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 the, music, <laughs> yeah. the music started playing. I just went... Oh my god! <laughs> I am. I have such power. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, the the kraken. Um, I was really, um, obviously, I was being silly when I mentioned me being a bit Norwegian before. I mean, I am two percent, but I love. Um, I've mentioned before that I like. Um, I think in earlier episodes I might have mentioned that I love Norse mythology and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So I love anything from anything from that mythology, and the kraken's like rooted in that. And uh, but obviously it's such a um, uh, almost an archetypal villain for um, for pirate pirate lore and everything. Like you hear tales, you hear tales come. Uh, for, you watch the movies and every, they always refer to krakens, and you know you read yeah. the, any any um, books or anything. It's always they always refer to the kraken and this mythical being. So yeah. I love that they included it in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I just had a thought that <laughs> why the actual hell. Did we not save Kraken Rum for this episode? Uh, we got excited and we wanted some. <laughs> now we're having Bundaberg. <laughs> With a polar bear we on the front. We thought that of. through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, look, we could, we could have done it. We could have um, planned it out better. <laughs> uh, what about some of the other terrors like a skeleton ship? Mm. They're pretty scary, although they have a they have a tendency to like not lock onto you right or something like that they'll show up and they'll come towards you and it's and you even hear the music for a bit and then they'll steer 
steer away from you at the last second. Yeah. But you know, you're not even near an island. But like, sometimes they just they they will attack you. Other times they won't. Mm. I think it was when um, they attack you. Though it's intense. But yeah. Yeah. Because when I started before I started playing, or when I did start, you were saying that you'd always it had a, a lot of run-ins with them. Yeah. I reckon it took us about ten goes for them to appear right next to us. Yeah. And they literally think um, flying Dutchman Davy Jones's ship from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, where it just literally comes up out of the water to oh. sit next to your ship. And that's so, what it does. Oh, so intense. You're just cruising and all of a sudden this ship pops up next to you with full of skeletons and you just go, oh my God. It's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, the first time that happened to me, I shit myself. Oh, they're so they're so quick. <laughs> they're so quick too because they yeah. can turn on a dime because obviously yeah. it's computer controlled. Yeah. Yeah, they um, have no sense of like the wind. <laughs> no. They don't care about that. No. Their sails are half torn anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's just... Um, and that's really cool. And they look visually awesome too. Yeah. Like half broken down. And the of, lights. And, yeah. The green lights. And yeah. and that was another thing. We always- At night in the distance look cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was always up in the crow's nest and I'd see these ships coming or over the horizon and I'd say, oh, no, this is a- There's a ship coming. And mm. luckily, I'd just see the colored lights of the, to be a skeleton ship. Yeah. And because they don't seek you out from that distance. Yeah. I would, it would always be a relief. Mm-hmm. Until they actually, you actually um, sail straight through its territory and that starts chasing you and you just go, bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Classic ass not looking where we're going. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, oh, and, and something to touch on actually in terms of the actual, in um, the ambience of the land, the, sorry, the, the sea, how you get those, um, you get the skeleton fortresses. Yeah, and yep, you see the yep. big skull in the clouds, mm. illuminated in red or green or whatever, with lightning around it. This, yeah, just this think, and, th- and it's like the big Death Eater symbol. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. it's like uh, the Death li- Death Eater symbol from Harry Potter. Um, uh, what's it called again? Uh, death Eater's mark. Is it called the something mark? Uh, the, the, dark the, mark. the dark mark. The dark mark. Dark mark. Yeah, the dark mark. Yeah, goblet of fire. The start over the um, Quidditch. Oh. World Cup. How creepy is that? Amazing scene. Oh. And yeah, the skulls in the distance in CFEs uh, feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially the red one. Yeah. The red one is like intense. It is. Yeah. Um, and I think that, uh, I think the red one is like one of the harder fortresses. I think some, they have levels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they would have levels. Yeah. Makes so sense. I don't think people tend to go to the green ones that often. Because they're pretty low. Yeah. But yeah. to be fair, like, we, we didn't really do those very often. I think they were just- I remember one, vaguely. Well, the, they're, they're just painful because they're just waves and waves of skeletons, and they mm. take a while. And doing that sword swinging in this game that's not very competent at what it's trying to be, and you're doing that for, like, 15 minutes straight or more is uh, pretty darn boring, really. Yeah. I think we did one or two and then we, we never really bothered to return to them. Even mm. if the loot was okay, it was good, but uh, yeah, we, we didn't do them very often. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mainly it, we just got shot up, shot at from the cannons on the towers surrounding them on our sail past. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. That music would start and we'd keep thinking it's something worse, but it's just that the, we've come the, too close the to, the, to the island. Yeah. Um, but, and it, it's also worth noting that these skeletons, um, Skeletons appear through every island that you cross over. Um, And they also make most of the bosses, like we have captains and things like that. Mm -hmm. Think uh, Captain Briggsy in Tall Tales. And there's just these... um, So, you just sort of get really easy to cut down skeletons. 
But when they're in numbers, they're just really annoying because they just keep appearing while you're trying to dig up a, a treasure chest. Mm. Um, there's different layers to them too. There was like the ones with all the like moss and yeah. stuff on them. And then there was the ones that were like, they had like gold in them. And flaming. Flaming and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then you had to do different things to, to kill each one. They're just, all different. Just to harvest their skulls. Yeah. Their enchanted skulls. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, one of the um, main main uh, loot types. Yeah. Is these, these you know, skulls of um, pirates and things like that. Yeah. But they're enchanted. It's not as morbid as it sounds. Mm. <laughs> and unless you have any other um, like terrors to talk about, there's one mm. defining terror. You don't have any more to talk about? I, I, don't know I, I, only, want to, I only want to do it to put off talking about this one. <laughs> well, Megalodon sharks roam the Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. that Five are literally bigger than your boat. Oh. Even like potentially as big or bigger than the Galleon. I mean, that's a big ship. Definitely bigger. You reckon? Yep. Yeah. Well, historically speaking, they were 25 meters long. Yeah. And they look it in this game. Yeah. When that and music hits. Terrifying. That music is so well done. <sighs> and every time uh, a Meg would show up and that music hit, Luke would squeal. Yep. And the whimpers would start. Yep. So you'd hear the music start. And then I'd, you'd turn around the back of the ship. You'd either hear it jumping out of the water or you'd turn around in time to literally just see it leap from the water about 10 metres behind your boat, <laughs> behind your ship. And oh, it is so and big. It, and then it locks on with its with its gold wide open. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Bang. It literally. And then it would send you flying off the boat 40 metres. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time. Oh, first time I was knocked off the boat, fully knocked off by this Meg. You were playing and I got knocked right off the back like 30 odd metres. And I was in the water with the Meg. Like This is a real first contact with it. And I could not see anywhere. I was like looking around edge direction to try and see its shadow and I was absolutely shitting myself. And then all of a sudden, right in front of me. Do you remember the video? Yeah. I sent it to you and it it came right in front of my screen. Like it covered the whole screen right in front of my character's eyes. And I literally, I jumped and screamed it. (laughs) It's, well, it's, (sighs) I, I was so immersed in it and being underwater in the game is scary. And then this shark is literally. Yeah, bigger than... And we were probably in the brig, so like the uh, middle-sized boat. And this shark's like at least uh, at least half as big mm. or uh, bigger than another half, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah, it's so scary. And they've got big jagged so um, Godzilla-type spines and yeah. dorsal fin and the tail's the same, all jagged. It's really creepy and like edgy, yeah. prehistoric-looking thing. Yeah. Um, and I... Talking when I mentioned earlier about this is what I was mentioned talking about earlier when I was talking about the um shielding my eyes, yeah, because yep. a few times, yeah, we'll talk about being knocked off your ship, and I literally couldn't bring myself whilst I was floating in the water, which we've spoken about at the best of times is creepy, yeah, 10 meters under, just floating there, mm. and <laughs> as the ship sails past. Knowing that the Meg is following it, <laughs> I looked the other way physically. Yeah, to avoid seeing how big that thing is, <laughs> and and I recorded a clip. Um, I remember re- recording a um a clip of it as it brushed past me, so I was facing the way the ship was going. Yeah, and the Meg because they don't attack you um as a character, they attack your ship. Yeah, 
thank god because <laughs> that would be awful um <laughs> it like literally swam past my ear this massive hulking scary shark <laughs> and it, we got used to it a bit <laughs> towards the end but i never oh, yeah we definitely got used to it there was even that one time where a meg bugged out and it was stuck on the back of our boat and we all just surfed the meg all the way to the outpost <laughs> we did it came into the shore with us <laughs> yeah uh, so um, that uh, that uh, relieved a lot of tension yeah i think is it safe to say when we saw jason statham's the meg a little bit of the tension was also gone because like we saw jason statham's character actually out swim a megalodon shark as a jet ski, human jet ski. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that I could become Hasselhoff a jet ski if I needed Hasselhoff to. like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, and, really uh, <laughs> it really was. I think we felt better after that. Mm. I wrote, uh, I, I think I wrote the perfect summary of what it feels like to uh, to hear the Meg coming. The sound of nightmares, I called it. You're not going to, but you're not going to describe the feeling of the poo in your pants. You should probably leave that out. Uh, okay. I wrote... When you hear a Meg approaching, you question all of existence. Suddenly, you ask yourself what your reason for being is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that a fair statement? Yeah, and I'm guessing yeah. you then I'm guessing you found a cliff or tried to drown. <laughs> I surrendered instantly. I was spamming join an alliance with this Meg. <laughs> I just went belly up. I just I just accepted it. Um, Mate, I just played banjo and saluted. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, that sums it up perfectly. Yeah. Um and and there's also it's also because they there's so there's five of them throughout the game and yep. you, you, once you kill one it doesn't come back, but obviously as you go through the territory of another each time you go through, there's a. It won't. It's not guaranteed. Like you might play for five hours, and it might appear once, or it might not appear at all. Yeah. Any of these megs. Hmm. Um. But yeah, they, there's five different ones, and they're all ones harder than the the last. Yeah. So we killed got, all but one as well. Yeah, I think we did. We never. The, yeah, you say say what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got the hungering one, which is just a blue and white sort of. Yeah, it literally just looks like a big shark. Big shark, yeah. We've got the the Crested Queen, which is uh, mostly purple with a nice pink dorsal fin. So, again, not too creepy. I think I felt the safest around that one. Yes. Yeah, I think that that was probably the most common. Was there a yellow one? So, we've got the Ancient One, which had a yellow dorsal fin. Yeah, I think that might have been the most common. And is grey otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Then we've got the Shadow Moor, which is the best one we beat. Yep. Um, and that yeah, is, the Shadow Moor was your title, yes, Hunter yes, of the Shadow Moor. Hunter of the Shadow Moor. Yeah, um, and that was jet black or charcoal with a red dorsal fin, yep. really menacing looking. Yeah, yeah. But then, the hardest of them all is the shrouded ghost, and we never saw it. I reckon we got. I, I vaguely recall it once. Really, but that is because we never killed it or anything. It looks like ice. Like frosted, yeah, and has a uh, like a pale pink dorsal fin. Yeah, it, it's possible we did see it at least once, mm. but we never had a run in with it. Yeah, yeah, it has. I reckon the time we saw it, we were probably on the very edge of its um, traversal area, and we just happened to hear the music and spot it sailing the other direction. Yeah, and then when we uh, we probably turned around to try and find it, and it was gone. Yeah, because that well, tends to happen like de- they despawn and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it has here as well that the. Um, that the shrouded ghost is the only one that's extremely rare. The rest are 
you know, moderately rare. But I think the yeah. Shadow Moor... Actually, no. So, the Shrouded Ghost, I'm pretty sure you have to do a certain thing to summon it. Uh, we had to find the, I reckon the Whistle in this side quest or I something. I reckon that's something that was in the game, but maybe they took out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. But it has Peach... doesn't matter because we never killed it. So. Yeah. But it has peach-coloured eyes. So, oh. don't look into the eyes or you'll become in love. <laughs> I thought you were going to say petrified or something, but yeah, in love. Oh, petrified makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so anyway, that's... The, the Megs definitely have a bit of basilisk, basilisk energy. They definitely do. Yeah. Uh, they definitely do. The um, They're just... They, they, oh, they're just... Absolutely for, terrifying. Yeah. And it's just for such a sort of cartoony, goofy game. I just yeah. Who would have thought we'd be we'd actually be scared? Well, it's it's the whole it's the whole ordeal though. It's the music. It's the fin fin out of the water. It's the big teeth, you know. And it's the I think you get a real sense of how big they are when you ha- have them actually coming at your boat right next to you. Hmm. A couple of times where they glitched in funny ways, and we saw them just sort of out of the water on the beach and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look at them and they look. They look cartoony and just childish. And you think, oh, why the hell are we actually scared of that? <laughs> but it's the whole it's the whole setup that is the frightening thing for sure. Like um uh you know like it, it's like you, you look at Ooh. um Pennywise and you look at a picture of Pennywise on its own and it's like yes yeah, so he does look a bit creepy but it's like oh, okay he's just a really silly looking like dumb looking clown, but it's the setup. Mm. It's the it's oh. the setup of the the scare and the um, the ambience and and everything that gets you, and that's the same with the same with the Megs. Paranormal activities all build up. Yeah. No bang. Mm. So. Yeah. It's all the teeth. It's always the teeth. Give us a few rows of teeth, and you'll scare us. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and sometimes it's uh, an old gross lady that gives birth to hives of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to review Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Well, I think we've had a pretty good chat so far. There's one one more big thing we want to talk about. Yeah. And that is the Tall Tales and the Shores of Gold, which is the final step of the Tall Tales. Mm. Uh, the Tall Tales are... But they basically added a story mode. Yeah. It gave a lot of context to things around the map. And About a 10 part. 10 not, parts, probably part. two... Nine parts. Nine parts. Two yeah. hours each, two, three well, hours each. I mean, probably meant Five to be hours two hours. Us. But we took well, forever. We took forever to, <sighs> to do these. And there was a there was one or two that we had to um they take so they took so long that some of us had to go or, yeah. or some of us couldn't be there, so we had to replay them. But me. there's a couple I played twice or you had to replay one for me because I had to leave ten minutes before we finished. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, there was one time we literally had to take it back to the outpost to finish the quest, and you had to go. Uh, and we, yeah, it was probably maximum ten minutes. Yeah, and we were done, and we yep. had to play the whole thing with you again. We well, to good be thing fair, I'm a good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, to <laughs> be, I really f- wanted to let you do that on your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be fair, these um, every single time they'd go, probably an hour and a half longer than we'd planned. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Um and. When you're when you're big boys with big boy responsibilities, you know, we don't have time for that. <laughs> well, genuinely, we had to try. We uh, were planning these sessions almost two weeks out. Yeah, for for um like six to eight months straight. <laughs> That's how long it took us to do all this, and we finished them. The we finished the very last quest 
two days before we got the PlayStation 5, before the PlayStation 5 launched. It was literally yeah. the perfect send-off to the Xbox One we could have ever asked for. It was our it was our last hurrah. We made sure we got it done because... And it's worth noting that we actually got worse as we did these because yeah. the first three or four, we actually got them done in under two hours. We didn't need walkthroughs. Yeah. It was the one that got us was the one with uh, the constellations of the animals. The I roses. Think it was number four or five. The rose compass or something like yeah. that. Yeah. We just were completely stumped. Because Absolutely it, stumped. Because you'd get a guidebook, which would have hints to the constellations you're meant to find. Yeah. And then it will say something like, and follow the constellation. And it's literally just a picture of an animal. And yep. you go, which way does it want me to go? And then we have to, and it turns out the island's on the opposite side of the map. Uh, and we were looking on the wrong side. Some of the things like that. And, some of the sailing in these was just on another level. How far we had to go. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. But we just had no way of actually. We had we had no real way of knowing that we were on the right on the right track. Yeah, because it was a, a lit, like a proper treasure hunt where yeah. things were hidden from you, and you had to use your own brain to work it out. <laughs> well, we're not used to that. I wrote I wrote a little bit of a summary of how I feel about it. Just a couple of lines. I'm just going to read it straight. I said, and I quote myself, they were tough, <laughs> confusing, frustrating, and full of despair. Yeah. But I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. The teamwork and bond we shared without even realizing it at the time is something I will actually cherish forever. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a real achievement to have finished all nine tales, even if we used a little bit of walkthrough help along the way. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think we would have gone there no. without a couple of hints. Oh, no. Oh, and no, I no, copped I shit for bringing up walkthroughs. <laughs> but do you really think we would have gotten it done before the PS5 without him? <laughs> I knew it was, was walkthrough William for about a year. <laughs> Old walkthroughs. Oh, mate. But look, I think the, the, main, the main part of the, of the Tall Tales was the Shores of Gold. So... Yeah. Yeah, because it's referred to so early in the tall tales of the nine. Yeah. Cause it, so it'll be like, you know, the first tall tale might be find the compass, hypothetically speaking, because yep. I can't remember them all. Then the second one would be find the the map. Yeah. The third one will be, yeah. okay, find the, the shroud breaker. Shroud breaker, Which yeah. is an important thing, and you don't know what it's quite used for. And you're just finding all these pieces till eventually at the end it all comes together and you can finally, you know, the location of and how to get to the Shores of Gold, Shores of Gold which yep. is literally just a fogged out part of the map, top right corner where it says Shores of Gold. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you can't actually it felt, see. Hey, it felt like more than that. Oh, it felt uh, like more than a fogged out plus uh, part of the map. Mm, but, mm. but sorry, I just want to quickly, before we talk about Shores of Gold, we should just quickly mention that in the, the first chapter of the Tall Towers, we fought Briggsy <laughs> and... <laughs> the game what a hack. the game had a heart attack okay <laughs> we fought Briggsy for genuinely it, I reckon it was an hour yeah yeah no, it was least, straight for an hour at least hour, an hour. hour and a half and we um, we just we just shot cannons at him for an hour and a half he would not go down to she uh, she so really mm-hmm. sorry yeah at, at her yeah and she um, <laughs> and she it was some she, bug she, oh. I looked it up like it, it was taking that long that I had to look up if it was a bug yeah and it was something to do with um, doing that quest in a three man team oh my god specifically <laughs> I knew we should have brought your brother along <laughs> and we just shot cannons at Briggsy for an hour and a half hour hour and a half straight and the relief oh my god the relief when Briggsy went down was unreal and we had one more encounter like that towards the end 
maybe the eighth or ninth tall oh, tale. Oh, we did so too. I can't remember. I don't and, remember the name, but and, oh, that took ages. And because we played this at night time, we were getting really emotional and cranky by the end of it. Oh, like we, we were on the verge of either killing each other <laughs> or we just destroying our <laughs> Xboxes. Thank God we weren't landing it. Oh, we would have killed each other. We would have killed each other. <laughs> because it's just like <laughs> when you get the tired and grumpies, it's, it's the time to stop. And yep. we were so close to stopping, but we just, um, you know, we're made of the right stuff, you know? Clearly. Lots of goo. <laughs> made of goo. Iron goo. Yeah. So, the Shores of Gold, mm. uh, that was the end game. Yeah. That was our end game, you know? Yeah. Getting to the Shores of Gold and finishing the tour tales, uh, like seeing seeing what it was, finishing the tour tales before we moved on to the PS5. Yeah. Uh, it was, I'd say early on, it seemed like a fever dream almost to even think that we could get there, especially after we, uh, in the very first chapter of the Tall Tales, we had to spend an hour and a half fighting Briggsy. Yeah. We thought we'd never do it, mm-hmm. but we did. Uh, it was a pretty, look, to me, it was a pretty unforgettable experience. The mm. sail from Morris Peak Outpost, which is where we started, yep. uh, which is in the Devil's Roar, the volcanic area, and we went up. Uh, towards Shores of Gold. So the Shroud Breaker was on the front of the boat. Oh, how cool. And there was, uh, I don't remember, there was a piece on the steering wheel. Yeah, the that was the- Oh, sorry, um, there was a piece on the compass guide. The Wayfinder or Pathfinder. Yeah, it was, it was the compass. Yeah, whatever. And it was, it was like we were, when we got close to the Shores of Gold, we started, uh, it was like we were piercing some sort of magic energy barrier. As we were through the fog sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As we started going through, it just- it's, yeah. It was like it was literally like we were going into a different dimension or something. Yeah. It felt like more than literally just through oh, a fog. It lit up red and it had like yeah. the whole um the, the red um I guess blasting as it fired up like wo- like whooshing past the front of the yeah. ship like you're literally like we're going at like something. hyperspeed as yeah, well, yeah. you know. Like it was yeah, literally piercing yeah. some um yeah, just something in space. It was, well, it, it was actually like reminds uh now that we've seen it, not at the time, but it reminds me of um uh, uh, which uh, the, when the they were jumping. trying to when they were trying to pierce the hex in one division. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it was sort of stick. They were sort of sticking through all the way. Yeah. It was like we were literally pushing the boat through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we did break through. We did. <laughs> so cool. We, <laughs> so we, we actually just had to keep sailing. We because it takes it uh, probably took about two or three minutes to get through it sailing at, at least. And so we were just yeah. we were just going. I have no idea if we we're going in the right direction because mm. it's just fog. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we we breached through, and it was just it was just clear skies, wondrous music. Yep, great music. The the, the island itself uh, was it's just an island. That's kind of cool though. It They've had got some the, like ancient statues. Yeah, and, yeah it's got like and, the avenue of um, um str- strange symbols everywhere, and mm. as if like a um an, an older civilization had been had lived there or something. Yeah, it's like Aztec or mine. Aztec, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. and it was certainly golden. Yes, it certainly looked gold. And then we had about that's fun. three hours left of puzzles on the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The puzzles on, I'd say, thankfully, that the um, gold, the Shores of Gold was probably one of the easier um, quests of the Tall Tales. Yeah. It took a little bit of working out. Yeah. Like, we had to shoot up onto a, you know, get our ship around to shoot us onto um, yes, this we did. statue. Onto one of the statues. Um, there was one that had a um, opening and it was broken. Yeah. We had to solve yeah. puzzles in those, those um, chambers that fill up with water until you solve them. Yep. Which is which is always intense. 
Yeah. Yep. Talk and, about terrifying. Yeah, usually <laughs> there'd be one of us fears. that had to stay on the boat yeah. in case it got looted. Yeah. And the others would be down there in the chamber filling up with water trying to push all the symbols together. Is it this one? Is that one? No, no, take yeah. the other one. It's not a fish. Yeah. That is not a fish. It's a crab. <laughs> yeah. How are you going out there, Will? Oh, it's all good. No ships around. Yeah, yeah. Not, not too bad. Are you guys done yet? <laughs> um, yeah. It was... um. Yeah, it was nice and straightforward, a bit challenging, but well, I think we we were actually nervous and I, I was nervous that these challenges, um, because we got through them sort of okay, I thought we're definitely missing something. The, yeah. This is this has got to be 10 times harder than we were experiencing it. And yeah. to be fair, it was a lot more navigation, so it took time navigating to find the spot, not yeah. so much solving a puzzle. But Yeah. Um, the, no, nah, mm. we got through the puzzles pretty swiftly. Yeah. Pretty swiftly. But not swiftly enough, Jimbo. <laughs> not, not swiftly enough. <laughs> well, in fact, we didn't. We got through the puzzles swiftly, but we didn't get through the final boss swiftly enough because this is like a movie script. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. The ending, fantastic, but it came at a cost. Oh yeah. So, look <laughs> to your dear brother. <laughs> so my brother Tom was with us all the way. Before was I the, was on. He was the very first person that wanted to play Sea of Thieves. Oh. He got me into the game. He got tons of our other mates into the game. And then, you know, I pulled Luke in. And then the three of us were, we were a crew. And yeah. when I said before, you know, I will cherish the teamwork forever. Like, I genuinely <laughs> will. That was the three of us, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Gold Hoarder was this final boss that was tough as nails, like, that was really hard. Yeah. And it took us a while. Big, uh, big um, brute of a skeleton. Yeah. And we've been playing for probably, what, three hours at this point, I'd yeah. say, something like that. And Tom, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we've been fighting the gold holder for at least half an hour. This is a Sunday afternoon dedicated. Like trying. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. And Tom, uh, he had to go. Yeah. Like he literally had to go. Like he had to go pick up his um, partner, Taylor, I think, something like that. Now wife. Now wife, yes. And uh, just like that, the team was disbanded. And uh, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> Tom, just stay. Surely and, you can wait a bit longer, Tom. And, and as it usually went with Sea of Thieves, as soon as Tom, uh, one of us left, we beat, we beat the boss. <laughs> so Tom, so Tom leaves, and Luke and I fought him for probably ten more minutes, I'd say. And 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 Tom's character, he left his Xbox on. So yeah, he left it in case he put himself. Oh, on. that's the hardest part. He, he put his character in the corner. Yeah, just to sit there out of harm's way, <laughs> so that um, he could at least be his character could hopefully be with us when we finished. Yeah. <laughs> but so we just so we were just watching his character in the, in the side while we were we were watching the ending, <laughs> and here's Tom's character just in the corner looking at the wall. We know he's not back because we yeah. can see he's not moving. <laughs> We're just doing all this without him. Terrible. And let's and, le- and let's say it took <laughs> us fifteen minutes to beat him. At thirteen minutes, Tom's yeah. character timed out and disappeared. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tom was out of two years of hard work. Tom was two minutes away from succeeding and didn't. <laughs> now, to make it up to Tom, not only are we going to have him on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I did some journalistic work through the week and I reached out to Tom and I asked him <laughs> for some words on Sea of Thieves. Yeah. I wanted to hear I wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, you know, 
give us a quote about about what Sea of Thieves means to you. Well, we need him warmed up for the um for the episode, the mega that we're getting him on for. Yes. So this is good. This, this is, is good for you. This is very short, but yeah. I, I wanted to reach out to Tom and have him at least say something in the in the Sea yeah. of Thieves podcast. He's a big part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And he said, Sea of Thieves is pretty much the ultimate game of risk versus reward, really. You could go find one chest, then sail to an outpost and sell it. Or you could cruise around for two hours stocking up on chests and skulls only to be destroyed by a kraken or an enemy ship. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what he said. That's and it. that sums it up perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a pretty good pretty good comment on what yeah. this game was. It is. And I, <laughs> and I think um, just to talk about, you know, as we normally do, the our sort of rounding out statements or uh, discussion of the endings of the game. So our experience with... Uh, and without Tom, sadly, but he was in our hearts. Yeah, as we as we were embraced by the pirate lord ghost. Look, let's be honest. And as sad as the th- as sad as what we just said about Tom disappearing, this ending, we forgot very quickly he wasn't there because it was it was one of the greatest amazing. gaming moments we've ever had. Yeah. So we um, after exiting this cavern that the gold hoarder was in, we were free. We officially finished the tall tales. Yep. Will and I. Walked out of the cave, well, out to the shores of gold. Can, oh, I, just, yeah. can I just quickly say, yeah. when we were speaking to the pirate lord, I just want to mention that there was like all this sort of uh, like dimensional pockets opening up and you could like see through time Mon- and space. It was and- a montage. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like really cool. Of our experience, was it? I think it was of it, like- It, the it was experience the- of the tall tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there was literally, you know, when you- You know, the footy uh, last week when we were looking through the- the other side through that crack in the stand. I mean, yeah. It was like it was like into a dimension. It would never end. <laughs> yeah. Remember there was, it was like that. There's little, little pockets on the screen with the, of black, but with the colored dots and it looked like it just went forever. Do you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Oh yeah. yeah Cause it, I said it looked like um inside its mouth. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, I just can't, I just don't know what the right word is. In it, the movie. It, yeah. But it just, it was a really visually cool uh, segment. But anyway, sorry, I cut you off. So no, that's all right. Yeah. The, um, but yeah, so as we were leaving, and this, I think this, uh, this was the perfect uh, finish to our journey, and it summed up how oh, we felt geez. about the game big time. It was actually the perfect finish we, to Xbox, yeah. the Xbox journey. Yeah. So we came out of this cavern, and we were welcomed by, or even uh, serenaded in, if that's the right term, some music that would be reminiscent oh, of. Uh, us being Frodo and Sam, Shoddy being Sam, by the way. Um, <laughs> as we finished our, it's like we just dr- dumped the damn ring in Mount Doom, yeah, and we we're exiting and returning to the Shire in blissful oh, music. Seriously, seriously, um, it was. Uh, we, I wouldn't be surprised if they took inspiration from that yeah. for the game because, like, it was, uh, it was emotional and. Oh. Uh, inspiring. Yeah, it was the warmest yeah. ending to a game um, uh, I can remember. That music is, is especially incredible. incredible. It is. It's really incredible. It's yeah, just everyone really... should look it up. Just look at like what Shores of Gold uh, finale finale theme. Just finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theme, whatever. Um, and I think that as we were because it was our last thing, and it's really cool to know that we we're finishing on a game. I think retiring it, knowing we're moving on. It yeah. sort of it made it just it, it had that extra impact for us. Yeah. Um, so hearing this music, knowing we'd 
we'd done t- two years of this grinding together. Yeah. And all, all, all for fun too. Like a couple of times, obviously, we're just doing it like a task yeah. just to get through it, but like a chore. Yeah, it's not um, like we were sitting down and playing an MMO and trying to rank up. And no. Things like we were literally just 95% of the time just getting on there to have fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we did. And this, um, and finishing in such a nice environment with those beautiful greens and there's the um, expansive sea ahead of you and you know you've you've conquered um, what you set out to do. Yeah. It was just such a great finale. And it, it, it was so warming. It was genuinely warming. It was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I remember we were, yeah. uh, we were just, you know, sitting at our own places, obviously. And it's like, oh, my God. And I'm really sad that Tom wasn't there. I was, I was, oh, sitting, I was sitting right here. Yeah. 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 And I'm really, I'm still sad that Tom wasn't there for it. Oh, it's, um, it is shocking that Tom uh, had to go yeah. because uh, he, I wish he saw it. Yeah. We sent him a clip of it uh, so so he could hear the music and just see, mm. but that's not the same. Yeah. Um, but, and before, but yeah, before we get to our burning questions as well, but I, I just, uh, I can't recommend this game enough to people who want to have a great time and obviously if you own it on Xbox or have it on PC yeah. um, to have such a, a great fun session mm. game with their mates it's so it's so silly it's as serious or as silly as you want it to be yeah uh, and it's never it's never demanding or um, or more than you want to put into it it's exactly what you want to put into it yeah pretty much it felt like it feels like more than a game to me it's not just a place literally to just go game. It's a it's a place where we can come together and do something fun and, and proactive on our Xboxes, mm. but also spend quality time talking to each other and yeah. and listening to each other. Well, there's because there's of- so much mm. downtime as well. Yeah, exactly. There is so yeah. much downtime just sailing around right. and that's that makes the sailing so um easy. Yeah. You have to be patient, but it never seemed that we... Yeah, um, it's very we, relaxing when it wants to be. It's very relaxing. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we had a fair few uh, sloop one-on-one sessions where we talked uh, pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. When we were just sailing. Yeah, yeah. And it's the sure. perfect uh, setup for something like that, so... It really is. Yeah. I love it. If you've got your best friends out there and your game on Xbox and you never tried it, mm. just give it a go. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if you just get in the game and literally just sail around and uh, go and sort of fight with a few skeletons. Like, yeah. you don't have to do anything serious, just... Just enjoy the the scenery and the and the music and the environments. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. Um, just a fantastic game. Um, but I got a burning question for you. Yeah, Barnacle Bell. Um, and this ties back into something that was mentioned earlier, and I did my best not to give away what my burning question was going to relate to. Right. You might have seen me straining to hold these this thought in. But uh, I did. Yeah, I did. You strain a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. There's so many hemorrhoids. It's bad. I shouldn't do it. <laughs> so anyway, this um, <laughs> not true. We'll cut that out later. <laughs> <laughs> so this um, <laughs> um, I was my question for you is, um, and starts with a statement. So wait till I finish before you start to answer. I right. am zipped. So, Sea of Thieves is a fantastic pirate game, yes? Oh, you can answer that. <laughs> Mate, I was zipped. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I threw it out. I'm you said so... it was a statement and you asked me a question. <laughs> oh, such a dick. Oh, that improvisation so good. 
Uh, <laughs> how about you just just shut up? <laughs> Stay sipped, all right? It's it absolutely is. Yes. <laughs> and you love the pirate part of it. You love getting around them seas. You love the whole damn thing. You love the characters involved. You love the scallywag antics. You loved it all, buddy. So why the that, hell? That's a statement. Yes. Yeah, it's not a question. Did I say you could speak? I haven't finished yet. So explain to me this, and answer this even as well. Like you. Why in the bloody hell? Yes. Are you not a fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean film series? <laughs> Seriously, because without them, without loving them, I might not have loved Sea of Thieves. <laughs> and you love Sea of Thieves, but you just, but you're just not into it. Look, I've seen two of the Pirates movies. What is it? Like six, five, five. I've seen two of them. I've seen the first one, and I was young. Like I, that, I, I would have seen that fifteen years ago. I don't know. I don't know if you know what year it came out, but it would two, have been at least two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yeah. Well, I would have seen it fifteen or over years ago, uh, and I've seen. Uh, we went to the movies and saw uh, Pirates of the Caribbean four. Yeah, I'd say four. Um, which, uh, which was the the one where they on the edge of the earth. Oh, that's three. Maybe we saw that at the movies, um, and I saw that at the at the cinema. And no, that was two thousand seven. Wasn't with you. Okay, well we okay maybe we, it must have been four. I don't <laughs> know. We saw it at the movies uh, in Geelong. Yeah. Okay. And I just I don't know. I just don't think the humor ever really hit with me, even when I was a little kid seeing the first one. It just never. It just never got me. I, I just never got sucked into the world, but. Honestly, the reason I would not like it or I dislike... Sorry, I don't dislike it. I mm. just don't not care even. for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd have to rewatch them because I, I've seen... I saw one when I was little and all I remember from that is that there's the... um, What's the ship called? The the Black... Black Pearl. The Black Pearl. I remember that, and I, but I don't remember. I hardly remember it. And then I obviously don't remember what the hell happened in four because I thought it was three. <laughs> and the only reason I've seen that is because I've probably seen a quick <laughs> quick snippet of yeah. them falling over the the edge of the earth. Yeah. Uh, I know that at the end of two, he uh, sacrificed himself into the Kraken's mouth. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen that movie. Oh. Um, I'm more than happy to watch them with you sometime if you want, because yes. I, I I, don't have any genuine reason for um, not being into them. So I'm sorry. I can't really answer it properly. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, it's just something I never- I'm um, not ashamed, but I expect better. You know, yeah. I liked- mm. and. and it's probably confusing because, you know, I like all the other franchises. I like, I like Harry Potter. I like Star Wars. You know, we love the MCU now. Pirates is probably not that different as far as Pirates is great. being a franchise, yeah. uh, sort of kid-friendly films. Mm. So, no. We'll watch them. We'll watch That's them. That's fine. We'll watch them and we can do a bonus episode if you like, honestly. I'm happy to talk about them. Buckle up, buckaroo. Ooh. I have a burning question too, but it's... I made my burning question really um, short to answer because I... <laughs> Uh, this episode's sort of long, but I was—I didn't know if this episode was going to go for too long, so I was like, oh, "I'll do something that's short." <laughs> if you could sum up the Sea of Thieves experience to someone who had just heard about the game in one word, what would that be, and why? Hmm. All right, I've you got- don't even have to say why. You can just say the word if you want. Yeah. All right. So I've got a—I've got a baseline word ready. Hmm. But can I go up from that? Uh. Is that a question now or a statement? See, I don't even know how 
I don't, I don't know a, how to listen to you now. It's rhetorical that question. Absolute stuff up you just had before. <laughs> it's a rhetorical <laughs> question. <laughs> um, oh, can I expand it to two? Nah, I'll do one. Just say something, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle with people it. People are shooting out, mate. <laughs> they I'll came s- for the they came for the one word summary, and you can't bloody say it. Spit it out, man. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of pressure to put it into one word because it sounds too basic. But I'd say adventure. Adventure. Mm. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> well, I said well, the what? Sea of Thieves experience. Oh, the experience. Yeah, so I, sorry. I you think sum up the Sea of sorry, Thieves experience. Sorry. Adventure. <laughs> Ex- adventurous. Yeah. Adventurous. Yeah. That's adventurous. Yeah. Make it active. Yeah. Um, yes, I'd say adventurous. Yeah. And, and, and I, Definitely. I, I, I would have said vibrant was my other word that I would have used. Vibrant. I'll also add fun. I'll also add super. Ask for one. I'm sneaking in so many different words, Neil. Mine. <laughs> Try uh, to stop me. If if I had to sum it up, my <laughs> word was magical. Ah, uh, that's what I was after. Because it's it's magical experience. Yeah, it is. It is. So you you're better than I was at that. Yeah. With prep time, you are Batman. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're Flash from <laughs> Justice League. You idiot. Final thoughts. <laughs> I'm just gonna say my final thoughts. Yep. Sea of Thieves will always... Sorry. Sea of Thieves will have our hearts forever. Yes. Yes. I miss the game tremendously. And you may ask, why don't you just play the game? Mm. And yes, we could do that. (laughs) But we love new experiences and more than anything, we love stories. Yeah. And the only way to find those new experiences and keep being inspired by works of fiction and fantasy is to move forward. Yes. Which is why for now, we are gaming on the PlayStation 5. Yes. Where we believe the games that are going to amaze and inspire us will be coming, uh, will be for the coming future. Mm. That said, Sea of Thieves is a game that will keep building and building on its stellar gameplay and sophisticated world. We won't ever forget it. Nope. And when the time is right, we will return. Oh, we will return. We will return. Are you crying? Because that was pretty... Pretty good final thoughts, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> the um no, that's perfectly put. Yeah. Um only thing yeah, only thing I could add to it as well is that yeah, if we if we want to play this game, we want to play it properly. So we don't yeah. wanna we don't wanna stick to uh playing it for an hour every few weeks because it's a real session game. Yeah. Um something you really dive your teeth into. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um so, yeah, no, nah, perfectly put. I don't really have anything else to add. Yeah. Great if, game. Please play it if you haven't. If anything, like to add to, to saying that we're playing on PlayStation now, if anything, Sea of Thieves is the game on the Xbox One alongside probably Ori that inspires us the most Yeah. to, yep. to go out of our way to find new experiences all over. Yeah. Because they were new experiences that I don't think either of us ever thought we would find on the Xbox. Yeah, no. It's not it's not a dig at Xbox. It's just that they were games that had already released that we hadn't played and they had they been out for a couple of years each or more that we'd never um even really given a thought. And then we found these games that literally changed our gaming lives. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think the um I just think it was because they weren't 
huge budget, big, um, oh, I don't know, not in the mainstream sort of game types. Yeah. Um, which, and that's, yeah, that has taught us that to sort of give things a chance that just because they're not famous or from, you know, famous series or developers yeah. or, um, I mean, Rare, Rare's obviously famous of Banjo-Kazooie oh, of fame course. and like, uh, Metroid. Yeah. Metroid? Oh, no, sorry. Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country, sorry. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, I yep. could list them all, but like- But that's, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. getting at. And it's sort of, um, I mean, and Rare, and Rare once was- very famous, probably not so much now. I don't, I don't, wouldn't imagine. Well, that- I'd say they're 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 pretty famous again because of Sea of Thieves. Yes, but they had a period for uh, ten to fifteen years where they didn't really do anything. Mm. They were owned by Microsoft and they really didn't get utilized. Yeah, um, that Sea of Thieves is uh, it, it fell a bit flat on its face when it first released, which we weren't playing then anyway. I was just reading about it, um, but it's come a long way and now it's it's a solid. Solid mm. experience, and, and the- Rare's making another game called Everwild, uh, that looks really cool as well. That I would love to try when it comes out. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, and and yeah, it's just taught, if there's anything to learn from these sort of games, it's just it's to try things that you yeah. don't see in the mainstream. Just give it a crack. Absolutely, because there's some absolute gold out there. Oh, there is. Mm. Uh, how's that Bundaberg going? I'm finished. You're halfway. Yeah, does that... Calling you out, sorry. Does that tell you what you need to know? Well, I mean, I finished it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I know. What oh, do you yeah. rank it? I'm giving it a solid... So, what's mi- our ranking system? Mix it. Yep. Sorry, tip it. No, tip it for bad. Bad. Mix, mix it. it for average. And, yep. like, you know, better with a, uh, with a ginger ale or a Coke or Take something. Take the edge off. Yep. Or sip it, sip it. for the high That's quality. That's the yummy stuff. That's the yum, yum, yum stuff. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Um, this is a lower end mix it for me. Yeah, I mean, if we broke it down into ten categories or something, three, three or four per per term, uh, I think it would be on the low end. But yeah, I'm happy to give it a mix it. I'm giving it a mix it's it. It's not a tip. Like I, I just had the whole thing. It's obviously not a tip it. No. Um, maybe not at all. I thought maybe you would because you haven't finished it. Mm. But um, no, not 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 as bad as I was expecting. Sorry to say, like it's just that Bundaberg is a a, a pretty well known name for for rum and that in Australia, and it's got a, a connotation from Queensland that's a bit bogan. Yeah. So I I didn't really know what to expect, but it was okay. Yeah, it's okay. Mm. I'd definitely mix it. Wouldn't mix it with Coke, that's for sure. <laughs> you just don't like mixing with Coke. And this is this is why. Like I, I like um, mixing with dry ginger ale as well. Like we both do, but. I, I would have it with Coke before I would have it straight again. I remember my first time getting drunk. I had Bundy uh, rum and Coke uh, cans. Cans. And I loved it. Next right. time I went back, I, I, I just it just tasted like a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> but with dry, I'm sure it would be better. Dry and a bit of lime. Um, of course. But anyway, this is all about our, us expanding our palates. We don't have to, you know, don't have to have the spiced every time. We're going to try the whites. We're going to try the yeah the cane ones which is like Bundy and we're going to try the ones that are made with the other stuff which I can't remember mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff so um yep but anyway I'm glad we final, tried it final rating both of us mix it mix it mix it sweet well how'd you enjoy the episode I I'm asking it. you <laughs> not the people <laughs> not anyone that's listening don't um, don't just randomly start talking to yourself on the train if anyone's anyone's out there no, do it 
definitely talk to yourself on behalf of us. <laughs> but um, fun to yeah, talk about Sea Thieves. I love talking about this game. Yeah. Um, and as we were preparing for this, we both said that we just really missed it. Yeah. <laughs> we really missed the game. Definitely. Um, but I don't know. I, I really we. Yeah, we've definitely spoken about a f- talked about a few games um, that, as we've spoken about them, have realised how close they are to us. We haven't really realised it, so that's why it's really um, good for us to talk about these games because, as much as we come into this chat prepared, you know, with a few notes here and there, mm. except for today for me, accidentally, <laughs> the um, it's just really fun and a great learning experience for us as well. Yeah, I think because we we get to actually just talk about how things made us feel rather than a preconceived yeah. idea as, as such. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm glad that we can, uh, and I'm hoping that it comes across this way, that we're painting these games that other people probably haven't played yeah. or haven't have barely ever heard of or haven't heard of, and we're putting them in a great light so that they can actually go and try these games because, um, yeah. like we said, I think games like this and Ori um, have shaped who we are as gamers. Yeah. And we... Um, when we totally understand that most people wouldn't have even know it existed. Yeah. So if if, hmm. if you listen to the podcast and you uh, you hear about a game like Sea of Thieves, you never tried it, and you go out and try it, please let us know if you did. Yeah. I think that would make us more happier than anything. Yeah, exactly. If um, you go try something we spoke about. Yeah. Hmm. Send send us a message on our Facebook page. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, send us a tweet on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually correct. <laughs> good um but just yeah just find a way to message us we'd love to hear back from you because we've had some yeah. we've had a couple of people who have um who've actually said that they've gone out and bought the games that we've spoken about yeah and that's a really cool feeling isn't it? it is a great feeling yeah. um to influence uh you know just even boost sales for games we love in any sort of way is a really cool thing to really cool thing to hear yeah um and also we've given a few people nostalgia trips apparently um yeah which is great because that's literally, like I said, as we talk through these games, we under- we, we come to an understanding um, of how it makes us feel probably better yep. than we did before. It's like a it's like a great therapy session for it us. It is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, so yeah. was Sea of Thieves. It was. Yeah. It really was. So um, uh, Before we go, very quickly, because we should probably wrap it up, uh, next week we're talking... It's, it's, it's my week. It is your week. I'm all about Nintendo... Uh, and we're talking about a very, very popular uh, game from the 90s. And I'm not going to say what it is. Mm. It's uh, it's one of the... Yeah, people know it as one of the greatest games of all time. And we're going to have a really big chat about it. Luke, it's a game Luke hasn't played. Uh, and I really want to convince him to give a game like this a go. Played about, I've played about well, it. No, hour, sorry. Yeah. You, 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 you've, you've dabbled on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But you've not played the game through and... Uh, yeah, catch it next week. If you like Nintendo, if you like some of their biggest franchises, please tune in next week to find out what it is. Oh, you don't want to give it away. I'm not giving it away. You're not giving it away. Because this is a big, big game. Yeah. This is a big, and this is a big test for me too. This is my is. episode. I'm I'm in the chair. You are in the chair. I'm yeah. basically a live interactive audience. Yeah. So so I'll be here asking some questions. <laughs> um, hmm. And it'll be interesting. Can I trust you? I think I can. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. We'll Thanks see for you. listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. And please share this with your friends, share it with your families. Um, 
and you know like and follow us on all of our social media platforms and for the one well. listener that we saw that's from the uk yeah please uh share it at buckingham palace yes yeah we want the quanga to listen to this <laughs> especially to help her through the passing of Philip. <laughs> oh, yeah oh if anything's going to cheer her up it's it's an episode of the rumble back <laughs> exactly right um no so any 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 love or uh support you can show us uh, we're feeling it and yeah. um just please keep it up because it's really really awesome yes all right thanks guys have a good week farewell see ya